Good evening, friends and partners around the world. Uh, so honored that you've taken your valuable time to join with us tonight. If you're watching this as it's being uh, originally released, please like or share this program every Thursday, 6.30 Eastern, abnerswares.com. We have a weekly webcast. Uh, this week, I'm honored to have my dear friend, Jared Lasky, Fireborn Ministries. He's currently in Iowa, but he's been on a nomadic tour. Uh, Jared, honored to have you on the broadcast this week and next week with us. Uh, Jared, for people not familiar with you, why don't you tell a little bit about yourself, uh, about what God's doing in your ministry, and anything else you want to share right off the bat here? Yeah, I'm married to a lovely wife of almost 20 years. Her name is Rochelle. We met at Bible College. Uh, she's an amazing woman of God. She does the administration behind Fireborn Ministries. We have a podcast called Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. It's in its third season right now on the Charisma Podcast Network. Uh, currently, it's in the top 5% of all podcasts. It's a lot of fun. I've interviewed uh, apostles and prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, people who are doing what Jesus did. Uh, we love to equip people. We love to activate people. So it's not just information, but it's revelation, it's impartation, and it's activation. We've had people receive the baptism of the Spirit while listening in or even viewing it. We've had people receive their healing. We've had people see angels. I had a special guest named Abner one time on my program, <laughs> and we had an amazing time as he prophesied. Uh, so really, I've got a lot of content. I just interviewed Lauren Cunningham of YWAM oh, yesterday. Amazing. That yeah. was a dream come true. Absolutely, yeah. I've interviewed amazing people from around the world, Bishop Bill Hammond, Sean Bowles, Patricia King, Elizabeth Time Fook, Brian Britton, people from a diverse array of the body of Christ. And I'm not stopping anytime soon. So it's a lot of fun. We also do webinars. Uh, we have an emphasis on the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit to see people receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, which is not an ending in our walk with Christ, but it's a new doorway or an entrance into a new, greater, bigger adventure of the more of God. So I've got a lot of content on the baptism of the Spirit, on the anointing of the Spirit, paying the price uh, for the anointing, because some people don't talk about that, but you know, write a lot of articles for Charisma Magazine. I've written for God TV, Faithwire News, but man, it's just a lot of fun. And my family's been on these amazing adventures, traveling, even in Youth with a Mission for a couple months. My kids hear God. I've got four amazing kids. They're 16, 12, 12, and 10. Uh, and I'm just having way too much fun with this spirit-empowered life. So I hope that that answers your question, Abner. I mean, yes, it does. I love it. it. I love it. Um, something you just said just jumped out to me. And uh, it's even something I was actually had a conversation with my dad about uh, a little guy that I've loved since he's four months old. And uh, he's lived with my parents and he's nine now. And uh, he, he's he's been having some challenges and my dad was like hey you need to pray and he says no i prayed and, and nothing happened and god didn't hear me and i was just encouraging my dad on how to walk through that but something you said four children and uh i'm going to assume uh that you and your wife since you met at bible college were born again maybe not the great anyway so yes you're <laughs> i'm messing with you uh you're born again you talked about your children hearing the voice of god and 
what we do in the earth is supposed to be multi-generational. So can you um, just talk about that sort of journey of you and your wife wanting to see, because this is really like powerful, like wanting to see your kids connect with God, not just something I'm really passionate about, especially with children. God is not just an idea like out there. It's Bible story. And even I grew up in a spirit filled environment, but sometimes it's that I just remember even as a kid, sometimes, well, God's out there and I, I have an experience for myself. Can you tell some about uh, what that's like to endeavor to raise your kids as godly uh, children uh, in the earth? Yeah, I would love to, because this has been on my heart for a while. And recently, um, actually, when I was on a contract in Afghanistan, so I did mention that, I wrote a very large portion, it's not complete yet, but of spirit-empowered family activations. These are things that, that wow, principles awesome. that I learned. I would send Marco Polo videos to my kids while I was there in Kabul uh, and lead them in hearing God's voice, lead them in uh, even having worship play and they could do artistic stuff. They could color, you know, I've had the crayons for them or when they were here uh, stateside and I was overseas. And then I came home and just, we pray every night. We pray every night. Sometimes we just soak. Sometimes I pray uh, soft, gentle worship music. Uh, and sometimes we pray for nations. We just got back from the sin, Kansas city mm. in, in Kansas city, Missouri. It was a very powerful time. And my daughter, who's 12, she'll be 13 here in the next couple of weeks. She responded to the call to missions to pray for a nation. And then, you know, they're following up with her. They're emailing her and there will be a coach who will lead her in, you know, answering the call. And we believe wholeheartedly that God has called our family to affect nations. I mean, the podcast has been downloaded in 127 nations last month alone. You know, and my kids help edit some of that, even edit some of the videos, edit mm. the audio, you know, so we include them in our ministry, include them in what we do. If we do seminars, you know, they're there at the table to sell, you know, the journal or, or the book that mm. they wrote during COVID that raises money or raise wow. money for a discipleship program in Dari and Pashtu for Afghanistan. This is before the, the U.S pulled out, but we raised $25,000 for this discipleship program in Adari and Pashtu. And they were leading pilot groups of people through this series of discipleship stuff before uh, that, that withdrawal. But just include your kids, you know, pray with them, uh, talk to them about the God stories. My wife plays the podcast or different uh, Christian podcasts while they're driving or even mm. Christian books and things like that. So really, it's just important to have host the presence of God in your home, make Jesus first and, and let your kids be part of praying with you. All my kids received the baptism of the Holy spirit when they were young, about five. Uh, my oldest was about five. Uh, the twins were four. And then my youngest, he was, he was about five too. And just when they walked into the room or you sense the presence of God and then the Holy spirit fills them, kids are so easy to receive the baptism of the Holy spirit. Cause they're not indoctrinated and, and all the church stuff, you know, they're just like, Oh, God still does that. Then yes, I'd like to receive it. Mm. So just host the presence of God, pray with them and come up with your own activations, you know, hearing God, just like you and I, you know, like I love to just listen to the voice of the Holy spirit. 
have, have them before they go to bed, when you're praying with them, have them listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit and write down what he's saying. Or if he gives them a picture in their mind, a vision, have them draw it out, have them color it, get creative and yeah. just see what the Holy Spirit does. So just host the presence of God in your home. And I think that the anointing will rub off on them and they'll be spiritually hungry as well. Now, now they're, you know, we're, we're a family. We go through stuff. There's still stuff right. you have to work with and deal with. But I know that, that God's word doesn't return void. And he is harvesting my kids right now as we speak for something greater. And I just bless that, you know, the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit is given to you, your, uh, your children, your children's ch- children, all who call on God, all generations. So really have multiple people, you know, like, like for me, I might pour into younger people. Uh, I have mentors in my life. Let them see the cross-generational po- pollination of the stories of God and let that, you know, fill them up and feed them spiritually. And you'll be surprised what God does through them. That's beautiful. Uh, one of the things as you were talking that jumped out to me was that one of the things that I've gone on a, is a journey of how, how did I actually learn things? How did I actually assimilate things into my uh, fellowship with God, into my discipleship with the Lord? And something you said really jumped out to me about your wife playing podcasts, bring them in on things. And I, I noticed as a child that or as I became an adult, that many of the things and many of the practices that were healthy in my life, the disciplines that I developed and learned to develop were not like explicit lessons from my parents in a sense, like, or, Hey, let me sit down and show you how to pray. Let me show. They just did it in front of me. And they put me in environments where I encountered God. And as a result of that, I unknowingly in a sense that often the term is used, I caught something or I developed something that when I began to intentionally pursue the Lord, it like, oh, wow, I, no one actually told me how to do this, but I was constantly in an environment where it was taking place. And so as, as a young man and then into adulthood, I just began to practice those things. So I, I thought that was really fascinating. Can you talk a little bit about, uh, you, have, you said you had four children, correct? Yes, sir. How you approach them differently, because every child is different. Every child probably has a little different assignment, different, different personality. Can you talk about that process of you and your wife, how you maybe tweak things or how you relate to them in presenting them or modeling the things of the Lord for them? Yeah, well, you got to be connected to God first and then connected with your spouse. You need to communicate, you know, sit down. Uh, schedule things, whether it's one-on-ones with the kids, we call them uh, like for, if I take my sons out, it's man time, uh, <laughs> like you know, take my daughter out as well, you know, cause I've got three boys, one girl. And so each one is different. Like my oldest, he's a leader. He's born to be a CEO of a company. He's born to know numbers and data and things. So I have to kind of approach it where here's some information, you know, and let him chew on it and think about it. Uh, you know, um, uh, my daughter, you know, it's, it's more emotional support, more love, you know, uh, more grace. And, and that's different as a dad, you know, like I was raised with all boys myself. So I came from a rough house. Okay. Like we wrestled, we did macho things, you know, uh, but I, I got to approach her differently. And then 
my my second son, so he's my number three, you know, Malachi. So I've got the twins there, Lydia and Malachi. You know, he's a gentle, he, a gentle kid. You know, he's gentle. Uh, he 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 thinks deep. You know, so I've got to give him some time to you know uh, process alone or you know nearby. You know, and then my youngest Isaiah. You know, he's, you know, I'm, I could hold him. I could, you know, kind of wrestle with him a little more, you know, so you have to approach things differently, but you also have to communicate with your wife, you know, or your spouse, you know, just communicate like how to approach these kids, how to navigate uh, the positives, the negatives, you know, but also just know that you, you just need time. You know, everybody's got a different love language. I know that that's mm -hmm. a curriculum out there, you know, every identify what your kid's love language is. And just learn how to navigate that. You might have to teach yourself or learn from other resources how to approach that. You know, uh, and I know that some Christians have a difference of opinion on some of that type of psychology stuff, but this stuff really works. You know, mm -hmm. especially for your kids. Uh, and then you let them bloom and blossom and grow. And yeah, you know, you're going to have situations. You know, in the moment that that will take you away from something else, but your family is priority. Your family is your number one ministry besides Jesus. You know, we minister to him, but you minister to your family, you minister to your tribe, you know, uh, they take precedence over everything because, mm -hmm. you know, I could be caught up in work. I could be caught up in ministry. I could be caught up in a lot of different things, but family is most important because when we're in heaven, who are we surrounded by family? family. Yeah. We're surrounded by the heavenly family. We're surrounded by, our, our family on, in, on this earth from all nations, you know, our work, you know, it, it's, it's part of something that we do as we walk out dominion, but our family is an eternal investment, you know, so we just need to take more time spending it with them. Uh, but you also just give yourself some grace because it's <laughs> not going to be perfect. You may mess up. And when you mess up, maybe, my, my temper flared up. Maybe I said something I shouldn't have said. Maybe I did something, you know, apologize and forgive, you know, forgive yourself. Even, you know, mm -hmm. there's not a biblical concept about that, but it, there's something about your personal mm -hmm. peace of mind. Like when, you know, forgive and move on, you know, so apologize if you have to, you know, forgive people, always be forgiving people, you know, forgive, you know, cause we, we live in a fallen world and people need grace. People need love. People will hurt us. People will do things to us. And the best practice for forgiveness is right in your own home. So I think that's one of the key takeaways that I just want to emphasize now, forgive, forgive mm -hmm. and love unconditionally. Uh, so something you said, I, I think this, the, the, the last point you were making is really, really important. I have a dear friend. He's on the mission field, raises kids on the mission field, amazing ministry. And he always prioritized that. And he would say, hey, I'd have these like worship times with my kids. And just like you said, he, especially when they were younger, uh, they would, uh, you know, like, let's all worship. He said, sometimes I'd be completely frustrated. They're asking me if they can do something else or something like that. He said, but every one of them can point back to in our worship times where they encountered the Lord. And I think that the, the humanity of uh, how this actually happens that you might have these moments. And, and I've seen this many times with children, like they're nailing it prophetically. They give you the word of the Lord. And then they're, you know, they're like 
can I play my iPad in the next two hours? Are there, you know, are you going to give me ice cream today? Are you, what, what? so I think that's a really healthy and important point. And then just uh, something else, obviously something we're both passionate about God moving in this generation. I believe personally that this is the greatest time to be alive of harvest of outpouring of uh, uh, really shifting nations. And uh, that, 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 dominion mandate that you mentioned, but it doesn't go beyond the healthy families that we build. Can you think of uh, maybe two or three things that jump out to you that's been most effective with your children in connecting them with the heart of God? Yeah, you should learn how God speaks to them. Ah, love that. Learn how God speaks to them, whether they are a feeler, whether they're, they're a seer, whether they're, they hear God audibly. Just Can I stop learn. real quick there? Yeah. For people like listening, they're like, I, I don't know what this guy's talking about, feeler. It, do you have a resource for that? That would be really great for them. Oh, um, I know that there are some other books. I don't have a resource. Okay, I was wondering directly, so we could we could put in a uh, an an unashamed plug there for that. So yeah, I don't I don't have a resource for that. I've got yeah. probably articles out there, but the titles, you know, they're out there on the interwebs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you, but I just wanted to throw that in there. And, and just, just for clarification, sometimes people are like what feeler, uh, like what was this dude talking about? So go yeah. ahead. Well, so like, say if, if your kid sees more in the spirit, you know, they can see it in their spiritual eyes, the eyes of their heart. You know, the apostle Paul talks about the eyes of our heart, the eyes of our understanding. And so that's where, even for me, I, I can see spiritually is within my own spirit. You know, it, it might be like a flash or an image or like, it's kind of like a, a movie screen pops out and you, you see stuff. So find out if your kid sees God or hears his still small voice more. You know, I believe that all of us can hear God's voice. I believe mm-hmm. that all of us can prophesy. Not everybody is called to be a prophet or a prophetic minister, but we can all hear God and, and write down what he's saying. So his still small voice, you know, I think too often um, we might elevate the spectacular. We're like, oh, the flash of lightning and, you know, like people go into their dreams and visions and trances. That's awesome. I accept all that stuff. I believe in all that stuff. I've experienced it. But the still small voice of God, when we see, you know, the prophet running from Jezebel, you know, here's Elijah running from Jezebel and he goes up to this mountaintop and God is not in the fire. God is not in the earthquake. God is not in the wind and and the things that broke the rocks. But once he heard the still small voice, he stepped out and then God's voice, still small voice commissioned him Mm. to anoint a King and commission a prophet. So from Mm. the still small voice, Kings and prophets can be commissioned into their office. So learn how God speaks to your kids. Learn if if they hear him more or if they feel it or they sense it or they just have like this gut instinct. I have an e-course called Entry-Level Prophecy. Uh, uh, It's on charismacourses.com. And, you know, I talk about the gut instinct because I've never really heard much about your gut instinct, you know, from a pulpit. But that's you know, like the red flag, like when you walk into a situation and you're talking to someone, but you also just kind of have this gut instinct, this, this knowing within you, you Mm -hmm. feel like something may be off, something may be right. So listen to your gut instinct. You know, maybe it's a bad business deal. Don't get involved. Listen to your gut. Uh, Also listen to your wife, you know, listen to your spouse. (laughs) 
Yeah. Okay. Because no, God I call it, to uh, uh, Hebrews talks about, uh, and this is why this concept of hearing the voice is always, you know, it's all, all these discipleship concepts are, are synergistic, but the writer of Hebrews says, when your senses, your physical senses are fully trained, you can discern both good and evil. And then Proverbs talks about, uh, the, uh, the, the, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord searching all the inward parts that as you're growing, that's why it's important. That's why I emphasize that the concept of a pure heart, walking in holiness, your body can actually be a conduit. You're not led by your body, but it becomes this conduit by which you're discerning both good and evil. You're, I, for me, it's like this alarm, ah, not good going on here. So uh, I think really important that you bring that up and I'll let you keep going. Yeah. Well, what you're, you're talking about the anointing, you know, there's the anointing within all of us. That, that abides in us, that teaches us and leads us to all truth, that teaches us right from wrong to discern. Once we're in Christ, we have this anointing that abides, but then there's the anointing that empowers us, that launches us, that it might be a specific calling, a specific mantle. There's a lot of different terminologies for that, but that, that anointing is for power and the display of power. The apostle Peter had an anointing where he would walk and people would lay the sick on mats to the right, to the left, down the alleyways. Our English translations call it the shadow. And that is a Greek word used there, but it also means presence. Mm. You know, if we look a little bit deeper in that, yeah. it's, you know, yeah, his shadow, God can use his shadow to heal people. God can use, you know, napkins and aprons, like what the apostle Paul had, you know, as he prayed over cloths or he wore, uh, they say it was probably, a rag wrapped around his head while he's woodworking, praying and worshiping the whole time. And he'd be like, here you go, you know, hand it to people and demons would be cast out of people. People would be healed. And here's Peter, you know, with this anointing around him and that's the empowering anointing. And that's something that, that the anointing leads us into truth. The anointing reminds us, you know, uh, of good and bad. The anointing reminds us of Christ. It glorifies Jesus whole, you know, completely because it's all about him. But that anointing can help us discern right from wrong. That anointing can help us see in the spirit here, you know, even taste and smell in the spirit. You know, I, I, I recently went Jared, to. Jared, yeah. I'm sorry I have to interrupt you because I want you to do something before our, our program closes. I no, want okay. you to pray for parents out there to j- just that God would just, um, there's a lot, probably, there's probably a lot of people watching this are like, man, I'm on that track or people just like, I need to really lean into this. So I want you to pray and just release whatever the Lord gives you prophesy. And, uh, yeah, just, just whatever the Lord gives you here, just yeah. as we kind of land the plane on this, uh, broadcast. I love it. I'd be honored to. So Holy spirit, have your way, glorify Jesus right now. Holy Spirit, may those who have questions about what their calling is, what their anointing is, I pray clarity over them right now in Jesus' name. May you speak to them. Even now, I see people who who will be watching this, Hmm. and a spiritual vision is coming over their eyes. Uh, I think some people in Jesus' name are free from things, and so there's something coming off the eyes in Jesus' name. We speak deliverance and complete healing in Jesus' name. May you see in the Spirit like never before right now. May the Holy Spirit speak to you, give them, give them dreams, give them visions in Jesus name.
And I pray in Jesus' name that you empower parents to host the presence of God, to be sensitive to your voice, sensitive to your wonderful Holy Spirit. So God, empower their households, Lord God, for um, marriages that may be in shambles right now. I pray that your power will break through, marriages will be restored, and that people will start communicating in Jesus' name. And they'll set aside time to talk, to communicate communicate with you, communicate with one another, and then communicate with their kids and to be sensitive to what the Holy Spirit is doing in their kids' lives. And so I bless every person right now in Jesus' name. And I pray for a release of the fire of God. And if someone here needs to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, may they ask, say, just ask, Holy Spirit, fill me. And then may the Holy Spirit fill you in now in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Jared, thanks so much. Jared is going to be back with us next week. So this is exciting. This is just part one. And Jared, resources that you have, how can they uh, connect with your podcast, all that so people can follow up. They're like, man, I need I, I, that really I, I really like to dig into further uh, just some of the things he touched on. Yeah, my podcast is Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. Hold up. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Blessings. So my podcast is Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. It's available on all podcast platforms. It's 235,000 downloads to date around the world, multiple nations. And so people could get that on Apple, Spotify, Google, the Charisma Podcast Network, YouTube even. Anywhere people listen to podcasts, they could download it. Uh, And then we have a, a website that is going to be it's currently being rebuilt called firebornministries.com. And we've got uh, free downloads there for people to dialogue with the Holy spirit to receive the baptism of the Holy spirit and e-courses as well. So that's on firebornministries.com or charismacourses.com. They could enroll in the baptism of the Holy spirit e-course for free. We've seen a couple thousand people go through that and receive the baptism of the spirit. And then we've got some other courses that, that they could pay a, a small uh, fee for, you know, with amazing content to prophesy. And, you know, the fee just helps pay the bills for the ministry and the online things. So uh, people could check that out. And Jared, uh, if someone wants, like, I need this guy to come with my group, my church to minister, is it just firebornministries.com? Yes, firebornministries.com. We will have an invitation link on there for people to fill out information. That way it's a little bit easier than just trying to go email or whatever, but just direct from the website that's being built right now uh, to invite because we do seminars, webinars, and we love just to go share the word of God anywhere, whether it's one-time preaching or a seminar or a revival service. I mean, we just want to share and see people empowered by the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jared. And thank you, partners and friends for making this broadcast a reality. If you've missed previous broadcasts, abnersuarez.com for previous broadcasts. And we'll be back next week with Jared.